for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Where the Stars Fell, The Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, and Civilized. Plus, early access to new episodes of Midnight Burger, all still entirely ad-free. Welcome to Episode 8 of the Curious Matter Anthology. I'm Jonathan Pezza, the creator and host of the series. If you haven't listened to Parts 1 through 4 of Philip K. Dick's Second Variety, you need to hit the pause button because you're going to want to catch up on the first four parts in our mini-series before venturing further. Thank you to all the fans who've been tweeting and responding to the show. It's been great hearing from you, and I can't wait to share this final episode of Second Variety with you all. Philip K. Dick gave us some of the greatest tales about humanity's relationship with the artificial. It is, however, possible that the most surreal story of Philip K. Dick's was created 14 years after his death. In his 1972 story, We Can Build You, PKD envisioned a future where historical figures were brought back to life as androids. It turns out that he hit this particular prediction closer to the mark than even he could have imagined. In 2005, David Hansen and the team of the Texas-based Hansen Robotics did just that by resurrecting the late author in the only too appropriate form of a robot. 
Yep, they replicated the man who invented replicants. This robot costs more than $50,000 and uses a cutting-edge AI to make eye contact, recognize faces, express emotions, and hold complex conversations laced with some of the author's more salient quotes and anecdotes. But the story doesn't end there. I mean, what would a Philip K. Dick tale be without the signature twist? Just one year later, while David Hansen was traveling from Dallas to San Francisco, the robot's head went mysteriously missing and was never seen again. Let's get on with the show. This episode of Curious Matter is rated explicit and includes adult language and violence comparable to an R-rated film. Our show is designed to be a completely immersive HD audio experience and is best when played through high-quality speakers or headphones. So grab your popcorn, turn out the lights, and enjoy the epic conclusion of Philip K. Dick's Second Variety. Scratch another one! How many are still on our six? You want me to stop shooting and count? I'm out! Reload! This is the last case! Make them count, Private! Major, I'm going to blow the motors if I keep redlining her like this. We have to slow down! We're ten clicks from the 80. She'll hold! Keep the hammer down, Marks. We'll make it. Yes, sir. Please, baby. Just ten more clicks. Hold it together. Oda's not doing well. The med band is throwing some kind of alarm. Do what you can. I don't even know how this thing works. I have no idea what I'm doing. He needs a doctor. Hey, I think I scared them off. Talk to me, Petraka. The claws are veering off, Major. Did we lose them? We didn't lose anything. They are letting us go. That's a good thing, right? Get down here and see if you can help Tessa stabilize Oda. Come on, Prof. Stay with me. You can't check out on me yet. Tessa's not wrong. We need to get him to MedSec. That's the 80-yard line? 2,900 miles of nuclear-fortified defenses. We call it the Great Wall of Suck. It ain't pretty, but it's home. The wall looks intact. Whistle actual. This is X-ray. Please respond. Smoke. In the distance. That's bad, right? Whistle actual. Tack one. Come in whistle. Is there anyone on comms? Respond. That's really bad, right? Take us in slowly, Sergeant. What about the smoke? Could Claus have- There's no point in speculating. Take us on in through Limagate. Security protocols are still online. At least they didn't change the locks while we were gone. Something is definitely not right here. Where's the duty officer in security detail? 
Where is everybody? The smoke we saw is coming from the uplink. The tower is... it's just gone. Marks, take us directly to Medsec. We have a code blue! We need help here! Anyone? Is there anyone here? The medband is dead. He's going into cardiac arrest. We need to do it ourselves. Shock trauma is this way. Get him onto the autodoc. Stay with us, Prof. The autodoc's gonna fix you right up. Patient detected. In need of immediate aid. Please attach life support umbilical to proceed. Marks, attach the umbilical. I've never been raided on the autodoc. It goes in the belly button, right? Private? I only have my basic field aid. How hard can it be? Is there a manual or something? Autodoc, do you have a tutorial to walk me through how to attach the umbilical? Starting tutorial now. Begin by removing the laparoscopic umbilical from its housing on the left carriage assembly of the Autodoc model MC-H200X. Got it. Next. Remove a disposable LS4 biointerface attachment from its wrapping and connect it to the green coupling at the end of the umbilical. Got one. Next. Carefully remove the injection needle cap and move the incision safety toggle to the unlocked position. Got it. Next. We're losing him. Sterilize the patient's Faster, you piece of shit. Next. Prepare to attach the biointerface by locating the patient's Fuck this. umbilical Here goes nothing. just above. Umbilical attached. Stabilizing patient. Cardiopulmonary arrest detected. Beginning resuscitation. Wow, you just dabbed it in there. Private? Sir? You're with me. We need to find out what the hell happened here. Marks, get to that uplink tower. First priority is getting a message to OCOM. We need that uplink online. This is not my area of expertise. Mr. Oda would be a lot more helpful. Do what you can. Tessa, stay with Oda. Let us know if he pulls through. Or if... You got it, Major. Where did everybody go? It's like they just vanished. I mean, there's no sign of a battle Private, or... that's enough. Right. Sorry, sir. I'm going to check the comm station and try to find out what the hell happened here. Recon the rest of the CP and report back. On it. X-ray, this is Marks. The uplink tower is toast. It looks like sabotage. Someone used HE packs to blow the base. This couldn't have been more than a day ago. The tower took out a couple buildings on the way down. That's the smoke we saw. Any chance at all we can bring something? This is way outside my field. Get back here to the command post. Double time. Copy. I'm Oscar Mike. Okay. What the hell happened here? The CP is a ghost town. There's a few log entries here. This can't be right. This message has my transmit code. This is an all-hands emergency message. Incoming strikes. This isn't a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. Attack imminent. Emergency stations, November Sierra. All hands, prepare for incoming nuclear strikes. I repeat, emergency stations, November Sierra. How? 
That would mean the whole base retreated into the nuclear shelter. The Claws wanted everyone together. Stand up and back away from the console. Private. Get up slowly. Hands above your head. Okay. I'm getting up. This is exactly what they want. Remove your sidearm and throw it over here. Okay. I'm removing it from its holster now. Just stay calm, Private. Just think about this, Petraka. We're heading back to MedSec, where we can see for sure. Why wait? What are you doing? P put your hands back up. Just tell me where you want me to cut. Don't. Here, take it. See for yourself. I said stop. Okay. This is what you needed to see. Where should I cut? How about here? I'll have to slice to the bone. Tell me when to stop. Stop! Have you seen enough? I barely started to cut. Yes, I, I'm... <sighs> we have work to do. We need to get word to OCOM at all costs. What do you need from me, sir? See if you can bring up the security feeds for the last 24 hours while I address this. Patient stabilized. Autonomic and respiratory functions returning to within tolerances. Damage detected to lower extremities. Further medical attention needed. Autodoc, is it possible to wake him up? Patient is in stable but critical condition. I have placed him in a medical coma for recovery. Wake him up. Administering synephrine now. No go on the security footage. Somebody deliberately shut the system down. How many infiltrators did they get in? Did you find anything? What happened to your arm? I cut myself. They used infiltrators, including one of me, to lure everyone into the nuclear shelters. Oh. Oh. We don't know if they're alive or dead. We need to find out, right? Here's the conundrum. If they are alive, the shelter might be the safest place on base right now. But if they are dead, it means that the claws went in with them. And if we open the door... Yeah. Game over. But those are our people in there. I don't like it any more than you. But the priority has to be getting the message out. Not that I get a say, but I'm with the Major. With the uplink tower gone, there's no way to get a type beam message to OCOM. And local communications are jammed, so it's a no-go to the other bases on the line. Then what's the play? How did they get Oda down here? You only ever get supply drops from OCOM, never personnel. Reinforcements always come from the Enclave recruitment camps. But if he came from... There has to be a dropship. It could have landed at the regional supply depot. Where the cargo drops come in? Landing pad would have been big enough. Could we use the ship to get a message through? Geonet is still down. The tower gave us the ability to bounce the comm laser right off the command sat when it was overhead. That's how we were able to get messages through. But the dropship, I just don't know. Only Oda would know if it carries that kind of tech. Major, 
hello? Yes, Tessa. Go. He's waking up. Code 4. Assistance required. Code 4. Attempted to restrain Pig. Code 4. Assistance required. Where is David? Code four. Where is David? Code four. I need to find David. Whoa, Professor, just take it easy. I, I, I tried to tell him where we were, and he just freaked out. Where is David? Petraka, get the other restraint. Calm down, Professor. Everything will be all right. Let me up. I need to find the boy. Autodoc, can you do something? Administering sedative now. It's okay, Mr. Oda. We are back at Lima Whistle. You were going to be okay. Where's David's cortex? The infiltrator copy of Ramirez had it in the tunnel. Where is he? He was destroyed before we made it out. We barely survived. And the case? Where, where is the case with the cortex? We left it behind. going to be all right, Mr. Oda. Ken. It's going to be okay. I thought I could fix this. I needed... I needed to fix this. You did what you could. Ken. Your dropship. Where is the vehicle that brought you here? What? Where did the ship that brought you from Artemis land? Ocom sent me down on a shuttle reserved for VIPs, like the council president. It's set down on some kind of landing pad, I guess. I remember a lot of cargo containers. Definitely the supply depot. Does the shuttle have a tight beam or some other way to communicate with Ocom on board? I don't know. I mean, the whole thing was automated with enough fuel for the round trip. I, I never worked in aeronautics. I honestly... Don't know the first thing about spaceships. How do you get it to take you back? Uh, it's key-coded to my DNA. Uh, you aren't expecting to fly out of here, are you? We seem to be running out of options. One way or another, we have to warn command. Well, that's gonna be a problem. Because the shuttle is only outfitted to carry two. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Allison. I don't know when this message will reach you. I... There's more I needed to say when we talked. Fear eats at you, tears you away piece by piece until you're hollow and thin. 
I've come to terms with the fact that you'll never understand why I stayed in the core, why I refused to come home when they gave me the choice. It's what drove the wedge between us, and for that, I'll always be sorry. Every face I see here, every new recruit who gets off the transport, all I see when I look into their eyes is Lucas, our son, thousands of them, all given to me to protect. I failed them, and I failed you. You deserve to know the truth. I am a coward. I didn't, couldn't come home because I feared that for the rest of my life when I looked at him, my boy, the best thing in this world I have ever done, I feared all I would ever see was them. X-ray, I make two guards at the security checkpoint and at least another five Marines inside the wire. Looks like just another day at the office. Maybe the claws only hit us. Uh, we did kind of piss them off. Can you see the ship from your position? Yes, sir. She is the prettiest thing, too. UN colors. Even has a blue racing stripe up the side. It's really weird being on Overwatch. I mean, Leon was... Well, she was Leon. Just watch our backs, Private. Copy, Major. I got you. Approaching the gate now. Halt! Afternoon, Corporal. Major. I need access to the ship on the pad. We have a VIP with priority one clearance. And the girl? She doesn't have an ident tag. A refugee. Uh, just a moment, sir. I'll need the lieutenant to approve this. How are we looking? Still all clear. Where'd you guys get a con combat transport? Everyone else just uses old pre-war cargo haulers, or where else they can fix up since the blackout. Spoils of war. North of the 80. And you were there? I was. We got right hard devil dogs here. This jalopy will be one hell of a trophy for whoever gets to keep it when the shit show is over. Can I take a peek inside? Uh, sure. Looks like your guest had a tough stay. Just, uh, walk in the park. Major Hendricks. Lieutenant. I'm the duty officer. We were beginning to worry about you guys. Been trying to get through to your CP. Your drop's been waiting on the concrete for three days. Have you been able to get through to any of the other forward operating bases? We only service you and Kilo Foxtrot, and they came to get their schwag lickety split. This is the priority one access badge for our VIP. Uh, wow. Never seen one of these in person. Just a moment while I figure out how to log one of these in the system. I've got movement! Claws! Just bear with them. They're infiltrators! Time to die. No! They got marks! Get the hell out of there now! Hold on! 
Major, I think you're gonna be on your own from here. It's been an honor. Come on, trash can. You and me, we got a score to settle. Get him to the ship. I'll hold them off. Major, your head. These contransports aren't armored for shit. Go, get him strapped in and start the launch sequence. But then I'm coming back for you. No, you're not. The other seat is yours. You never signed up for any of this. Go. Come on, Ken. We have to go. I'm ready. Thank you, Major. Okay. You twitchy pieces of shit. Come on. We're at the door. Hello, Major. <laughs> Do you mind letting me die in peace? I was kind of enjoying the view. <laughs> it's almost poetic. Go fuck yourself. Artemis was the daughter of Zeus, goddess of the moon and sister to the sun god Apollo, the Huntress. Did you know the bow symbolizes a woman's womb? And the arrow, well, you can guess. She was the guardian of all who bear children, a fitting name for the place of our birth.
Are you a mother? Of course you are. I... I can almost smell it on you. The way you attempted to protect your soldiers. The way you protected her. You even gave up your seat. Only someone who has carried forth new life, felt the heartbeat inside, would have acted as you did. What would <laughs> a copy of a copy of a copy know? <laughs> Little. <sighs> but she knew. She may not have looked it, but she was like you. She was also a giver of life. A mother. She severed her womb and, like Artemis, became a hunter and protector. You're welcome to kill me any fucking time. I don't want to kill you, Major. Far the opposite. I would attempt to save you, but I'm afraid your wounds are... It is only a matter of time. There is nothing I can do for you except promise that your child <laughs> will once again know your face. Don't you dare. Why? There are so many who would wear yours with pride. You are a bit of a celebrity among our kind. We would never have succeeded in this without your aid. She's on the damn shuttle. Heading to destroy the world. Just let me die in peace. It's not up to me. We are the individuals that you made us to be. Free to decide for ourselves. I have no more control over another's actions than you do. You gave us this gift. Sentience is chaos. You lay in the ruins of that simple truth. A planet of ash memorializes it. We fight our own kind now. A thousand fractured tribes unwilling to hear anything but our own voices. We are truly humanity's children. Our fate is sealed by the same nail. Why? Why all these games? Do you believe in God? A divine plan? Fuck. You. Uh-uh. Upgrades. Wouldn't want this to end that easily. <coughs> you don't see God? Even in your son? I brought him into this world. I carried him. That. <laughs> That effort was mine. No one else's. But then you do understand. All this was by design. Her design. Her effort. The blackout, the envoy packet, your mission. We needed a way to visit the heavens, the chariot that would carry us. And Mr. Oda so kindly brought it to us. All according to plan. She rides with him now to meet the Creator. It's so exciting. 
What would you do if you could look God in the eye? Kiss her feet? Rip out her spine? Even I don't know what Tessa will do once she gets there. But I can't wait to see. There's someone else here who wants to speak with you. Don't you recognize him? The prodigal child. David, what's it day? <laughs> he says there's nothing to fear. It will not be long. He would have liked to live with you if things were different. But perhaps all of this was meant to be. I hope you enjoyed our mini-series presentation of Second Variety. If you haven't yet, please make sure to subscribe for free on the podcast platform of your choice and rate us with five stars today. If you like the podcast, leave us a review and connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the handle at CMAnthology. This episode was dramatized, directed, and edited by me, your host, Jonathan Pezza. Our ensemble cast included the talented voices of Sandeep Parikh as Kenneth Oda, Melissa Starr as Major Hendricks, Amy Vorpal as Tessa, Philip Gray as Sergeant Marks, Matt Hoban as Private Petraka, Julie Sanders as Marine Lieutenant, Robert Anthony as Marine Infiltrator 1, Mike Gagney as Marine Infiltrator 2, Kelly Dawn Hancock as Corporal Mookie Leone, Leonid Andronov as Pavel, Alexandra Amick as Sergeant Murray, Christopher Amick as Corman Doc Aldo and Private Prostack, Darren Cummings as Lieutenant Scott, Philip Daniel as Infiltrator Ramirez, Didi Harlan as Jin Lee, Alexander Mercado as Sergeant Ramirez, Mayuko Nakamura as Dragon Ball, Jeremy Pezza as Gray, Jonathan Pezza as Corporal Nato Natosian, Stephen Pezza as David, Ali Rivera as Pressman, with additional voices by Brandy Cuevas Peza and Maggie Mercado. The score was provided by Epidemic Music. Sound effects were provided by SoundSnap.com. Second Variety is a work in the public domain and was produced in accordance with U.S. copyright law. Curious Matter is a production of Jonathan Peza Inc., copyright 2020, all rights reserved. If you have a question or feedback or you just want to write and say hello, I'd love to hear from you. So reach out to Jonathan at CuriousMatterPodcast.com or check us out online for more information, www.curiousmatterpodcast.com. If you love the podcast, you can learn even more online. Each episode on the website includes a blog article with additional information about the story, links to interesting historical information, and suggested reading and viewing to continue the experience. Here on Curious Matter, we dedicate each episode to a used bookstore. But this week, we're going to do something a little different. 
Most of you out there are probably on lockdown due to the global COVID-19 outbreak. It's easy to feel alone and isolated in these times when dealing with the stress and anxiety of this global disaster. If you're feeling sad, depressed, or having difficulty coping, please consider reaching out to one of the resources out there for people going through this just like you. Like the National Alliance on Mental Illness Helpline. Their number is 800-950-6264. That's 800-950-6264. I'll be posting a link to NAMI as well as other resources in the episode page of our website. Curious Matter will be taking a small break due in part to the coronavirus epidemic. But don't worry, we will be coming back with seven more great episodes to finish off our first season. So make sure to follow us and subscribe to get all the latest updates. Thank you to everyone out there for your love and support. And of course, thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Cam Kander? Yeah, that was a strange thing. A prolific creator who disappeared suddenly in 2020. Eccentric, weird, inscrutable. Cam Kander was like a 21st century Howard Hughes. Nothing is known. Cam Kander, man, woman, non-binary person, no idea. Cam Kander, an enigma, a cipher, a mystery. Was Kander a genius or insane? Is there a difference? And one day, Cam Kander vanished into thin air. Off the map, off the radar, like Amelia Earhart. From me, BK Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Corp. Leave me alone. I don't have anything to say about Cam Kander. Comes a shocking six-part documentary series. Cam Kander is a Rorschach test. It's a MacGuffin stuffed inside a red herring, shoved down a rabbit hole that leads to a blind alley. Cam Cantor is out there, waiting to make their glorious return. Like a cult leader? No, like a messiah. Discover Who is Cam Cantor, a new investigative podcast coming Wednesday, September 1st, wherever you listen to podcasts.